Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about uh, Biden's latest obstacle, I guess. Um, we're going to do this because I got a message. And I was informed of a uh, new duty that I have, apparently. <laughs> um, it says, Bo, I am disappointed and surprised to see that you haven't talked about the church denying communion to Biden. You have mixed spirituality, um, but you have consistently taken churches to task when they step outside of their lane. As one of the only people on the left who will talk about religion without making fun of religious people, <laughs> it is your duty to comment on this. Also, ask if I'm Catholic. Um, okay. So I have talked about church and religion in the past. I do it in two instances mainly. One, when a church is preaching something that is active harm um, and very contradictory to their doctrine. I've done it then. Um, and then the other is when the church attempts to uh, use the power and violence of the state to enforce its beliefs because I'm a big supporter of the separation of church and state. I believe that hedge should be wide. State can't reach into the church's yard. The church can't reach into the state's yard. The two things should remain separate. In this case, the church is acting wholly within the church. This is a thing between the church and its members. In this case, Biden. Um, it, it isn't attempting to create law. Now, the argument can be made that this is a political move designed to influence Biden and therefore influence law. And yeah, that can be made. But at this point, this is a matter that is completely internal to the church. It is the church refusing to provide a religious right to one of its members. That, that's not my business. <laughs> that is plain and simple. That's not my business. Um, I would also point out that you will never see me argue that a religious institution has to provide a religious right to an agent of government. In this case, President Biden. It's impossible to separate the man from the position. He is a representative of government. Forcing a religious institution to provide him with a religious right, to me, would be a violation of the separation of church and state. So from the standpoints that I normally talk about something, it doesn't have anything to do with it. That being said, since there's obviously a, uh, a desire for an opinion here, I, I do think it's counter to the idea of communion and what communion is. If you want to look at it from a theological standpoint, I'm going to defer to Reverend Ed Trevers. I'll put a video down from, uh, from him down below. He put it out within the last 24 hours, and he can explain it far better than I can. He's an Anglican priest. It's kind of like his thing. Um, so that side of it. Now, from the political aspects of this, because the church has entered politics with this move, I think it's a horrible move politically. 
It doesn't even make sense. Um, basically, the church, I guess two-thirds of the, the leadership of the church, made this decision. I don't believe it's going to be uh, reflected by the overall membership of their church. That doesn't seem likely to me. It also sets a bad precedent because now conservative members of the church will demand that the church make other political stances. And that's going to uh, push more and more people away from the church because the country is getting more liberal. Aside from that, while I don't like whataboutisms, that's not an argument you can make in politics typically. When you're talking about a church, I mean, yeah, that, that, that hypocrisy is a big part of it. And given the fact that this uh, prohibition against communion is kind of tailor-made to certain people, it, it, it exposes that hypocrisy and it makes it appear as though some people may have put a political party over their god. Sure, it's a basic tenet of, of the belief system. Absolutely. Okay. So is uh, taking care of the needy. But there's not a prohibition for politicians who vote against that consistently. I'm fairly certain that capital penalties are against the belief system. But there's no like prohibition there either. That hypocrisy, real or perceived, is going to drive members away from the church while simultaneously encouraging conservative members to make more and more demands of the church to get involved and make political statements like this. I don't think it's a good move politically. Um, and that's, that's how you're going to have to view it when you're talking about the actual impacts in the country. What happens inside the church, that's their business. From the outside, yeah, it's a political move, but it's ineffective and self-defeating. I don't think it's going to go the way they plan. Um, it's a political stunt, in my opinion. And it leads to less support for the church. Because eventually, they're probably going to have to change this position or add new ones. And when you are talking about the idea that it's based on an entity that is infallible, when positions change and it doesn't uh, flow with the idea, the theological idea of communion, it, it causes doubt, which is not something a church generally wants to encourage. So I think it was a bad move. But as far as the the reasons I would normally talk about a church doing something, this doesn't do it. It's, it's not an active attempt to get the violence of the state to enforce their will. And it's not preaching something that's an act of harm. You know, there's a big difference between this and the pastors who wanted to organize the armed march to, to scare gay people. It's not the same. Um, this is something that is wholly contained within their church and therefore isn't my business. And it's not the government's business. So, anyway, 
It's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.